Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. He'll make the grab. He's going in. Touchdown, Alabama. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Winn-Dixie, the official supermarket of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Now, live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, here is your host, the voice of the Tide, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show for this Thursday evening, the 4th of October. This weekend, of course, Alabama football on the road in Fayetteville, Arkansas to meet the Razorbacks. Coverage starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. Kickoff at 11 a.m. from Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. We'll, of course, talk all about that with Coach Saban, who joins us a little bit later on. Jim Dunaway from WJOX Radio in Birmingham. He'll be joining us as our special media guest, and we'll be talking a little golf with men's coach Jay Sewell. His men currently ranked number three in America, and he'll be joining us to uh, take care of this first half hour of the show because there's so much to discuss. Of course, the 33rd annual Jerry Pate National Intercollegiate is upcoming in Vestavia in just a short while. So all of that and a whole lot more coming up on tonight's edition of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. If you'd like to join the conversation, it is a toll-free call, 877-202-BAMA. That's 877-202-BAMA, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline, the best way for you to get on the show. And by the way, with so much going on, soccer is being played, volleyball is underway, practice going for the men's and women's basketball teams. Everything is up and running right now. You can stay up to date on the latest goings-on on Crimson Tide Athletics by tuning in to Tide TV this week. It's presented by Renaissance Bank. You can check your local listings for the airtimes in your area. And don't forget, Tide TV this week is also available online and on demand at RollTide.com. Hey, Coach, and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. Jay Sewell joins us. We talk golf right after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build capable, fun, and smart SUVs. SUVs like the all-new Ford EcoSport and the 2018 Expedition, named Best Large SUV for Families by U.S. News. And now is a great time to check out the full lineup of Ford SUVs. Find great deals and offers at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. View U.S. News Best Cars at cars.usnews.com. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. 
At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks. Because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Everwood Treatment, an Alabama-based family-owned company, has been supplying quality pressure-treated lumber for over 30 years. As the official pressure-treated lumber of Alabama Athletics, we know the real work is done before game day. Everwood Treatment's process produces wood treated right. Our service-oriented team is dedicated to your shopping experience. If you need it, we'll get it. For a dealer near you, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, the official treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide, your treated wood source. Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith. College football is here, which means it's tailgating season. Meat sizzling on the grill, a cold drink in your hand, and great music on the speakers. You've got to love it. Get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats, everything you need is at your local store or academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, for all for less. Man, now I'm really craving a burger. Coors Light, established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste, filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness, and packaged cold for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. That's the way football should be. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach, on the Nick Saban Show on the air from Bob Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. This is the official Crimson Tide watch party location. And so, too, the Baumhauer Victory Grill locations throughout the state of Alabama. And there are more on the way. And by the way, Baumhauer's Victory Grill locations need all-star recruits like you to join their winning team. You can visit baumhauers.com slash careers to kickstart your legendary career today. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. And now, speaking of legendary, here's a man who, what now, four times in the last seven years has led his golf team to a top two finish in the NCAA. Coach Jay Sewell is here. Good to see you, my friend. How are you? I'm doing well, Eli. Roll Tide. Roll yeah. Tide. And uh, I haven't seen you, I don't think, but once since... Uh, since you guys had the great runner-up finish last season. So congratulations again, and you're number three in the country now. Yeah, thank you. It was uh, an incredible year. We had a great run, and then right when we got to the top of the mountain, Oklahoma State slapped us pretty good, but uh, we uh, learned a great deal from that. It was their home course, which doesn't hurt their chances. That's right. It was a different environment. I don't think we'll ever see anything like it. I thought our guys handled it well. Um, they were really good. Sometimes you just tip your cap um, yeah. to somebody when they play well, especially in golf. This year's team, the makeup of the team, talent-wise, clearly you're number three in the country. How has the team changed from last year? Well, we lost two seniors. Right. Um, one of them shot 63 today in, in, in Q school, and then really? one was a top 10 player on the Canadian tour. So two great players, all Americans that needed to be replaced. But I think we have some great leadership. Davis Riley um, is a senior this year and is, you know, played in, made it to the lead eight of the, uh, of the USAM and had an incredible summer and an incredible leader. Um, it's really been fun to see him take that, um, 
this year because it is team golf. And I think we saw that during the Ryder Cup this sure. week. It's such a different dynamic. It's not individual. It really is a team. And the better your leadership, the better. And, um, and he's going to be an incredible leader on the golf course, but really off also. I was going to ask your take on the Ryder Cup. What would you think? They whooped us again pretty good. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is if it's fun how we want to blame something. They just played better golf than we did. Yeah. And it looks like we need a couple, about four, five, six more Justins. Maybe we need to do a better job at Alabama to get more guys on the Ryder Cup team. How about that? Good. Jay Sewell is with us, the golf coach here at Bama. Let me talk to you about coaching golf. Okay. How much... And, and I, I say this with respect to you. How much is coaching and how much is don't overcoach and let what these kids do continue on? Uh, how much input is there in what is to some degree an individual sport? It's a, it's a great question. Um, it depends on the player. Um, the most of them all, we, we've recruited talent. If I'm trying to sure. teach talent or teach that, I'm, we're in trouble. But there are so many small things at golf that you've got to continue to get better at. Um, and so we have a system or a, I have a philosophy from the golf park. I'm not going to really sit around and work on this swing or that swing unless they really want us to. But we're going to work on the, um, the shot selection, how you handle yourself, all the demeanor things, all the things that go with two shots ahead of something. Why would you do this or that? Um, because most of our guys come, they're really good, but they only have a fastball. So it's my job to teach them, a, like in, in minor league baseball, two or three new pitches how to control the ball better, how to control their emotions better. Um, and that's really hard for an 18, 19 year old it kid. Yeah. So those are the things we teach life. Um, we teach, you know, we teach golf, but uh, we try not to teach too much of the swing or the mechanics of it. Uh, Cause if we're doing that, that guy's usually not playing. We mentioned you're uh, preparing now for the 33rd annual Jerry Pate national invitation or intercollegiate. Uh, 8th and 9th of October at Old Overton in Vestavia. And by the way, it's, there's no admission charge if you folks want to go on by and uh, check it out. Who makes up the field this year? Well, we've got our, ourselves. And then I mean, from the SEC, we have Auburn, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. Uh, we have UNLV from out west and BYU, who are two both um, top 15 teams in the country right. from the west side. I'm really excited. We have UAB and then Samford, which... It's really cool for me. My son plays for Sanford, so I'll get to be dad a little bit on, on Monday and Tuesday. But, that, but we have also, two, um, for the first time, we have um, West Point and the Air Force Academy. Really? And I'm really excited. We have a banquet on, on Sunday night with Coat and Tide Banquet, and they're going to be in their dress uniforms. Very and nice. I think it's going to be an incredible lesson for all the young men that are there to see these men that, that golf's golf, and they're good at golf, but they're also do, preparing for something good even at more life. that life. Yeah. yeah, in the discipline. And so we're going to actually play with West Point, and then we're going to play with Sanford. So I'm really excited about that. So I get to be dad, and then I get to learn valuable lessons from men that are, are truly um, are, are, are doing life well and, and are going to eventually one day uh, give us the freedom that we take so um, that we love so much. Indeed. Jay Sewell, the head golf coach of the men here at the university. So how good is your son? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I'm asking you not as a, not as a dad, but indeed as a, uh, as a golf coach, how good is your son? He's better than he thinks he is. Um, he's like all young people. He doesn't think he's, he's good enough for here or there. Um, and that's our job as a coach is to remind, you know, everybody thinks that um, everybody is so much better or how they hit it. He had a, I don't, I don't know if I did the right thing, when he was a kid, high school, junior high school, he's hitting balls with Justin 
All our national championship players are all Americans. Uh, Michael Thompson, Bud Cauley. So he has hit balls with those guys. And he played, when Justin comes, it's not that big a deal because he knew him, he grew up with him. Yeah. But he's seen that guy hit a golf shot. And I try to remind him, he's in the one-tenth of one percent. And, and you're, you're better than you think. But he's good. He's good enough to play for, for Sanford and um, Al Del Greco. Yeah, good kicker. Al, sure. and, uh, and so we're excited. I'm excited he gets to play. And, um, but he is, he's better than me. And so that's unfortunate, that guy. <laughs> You know, it's amazing. I've been to a number of golf tournaments uh, as a spectator, and th these golfers swing so effortlessly. Yes. And the ball goes. Now, I'm a terrible golfer, okay? I am just, I'm one of the few people on this earth who can make Charles Barkley look like Jack Nicholas. That's pretty bad. I'm, I'm very, very bad. Although I must tell you, and I have a second here. One day I'm playing golf up in North Carolina. Couldn't get out of it. I didn't want to play, didn't want to ruin everybody's good time. I had to play, and I'm hitting the ball or I'm missing the ball or it's rolling, you know, going three feet. I get up to this one tee, and I guess the golf gods smiled on me. Totally by accident, I assure you. It's the shot that I always brings did, you back. I did everything perfectly. I'm up there, and I swear to you, Jim Dent or John Daly, they would have been impressed. That ball went 350 yards <laughs> straight as could be. It was hit so high and so far, it should have had a flight attendant on board. It was beautiful, Coach. Hey, it's except, the one that brought you back. Well, except we were on a par 3, 127. <laughs> and I only knew how to swing one way, and the ball cleared the golf course over this lady's house, went on to Highway 421. And when last I saw it, it was rolling towards Winston-Salem, North Carolina. But, but it looked good getting looked, out of the yard. It looked good it really while it was did. rising, wasn't it? Yeah, but uh, it, it really is... Uh, it's, it's something that's watching these guys swing mm. seemingly with no effort and watching the ball go so far and placing it where they want to. It's remarkable. It really is. It's been fun as a coach. My 27th year as a head coach. And mm -hmm. to see how the game has progressed, not only nationally but also in college, you know, Tiger's effect really and truly was brought the athlete. It became a cool sport. You just saw when he won last week. Sure. I think the numbers are off the charts. Sure. And you saw how the – it just shows you his, the magnet that he is, or the, you know, the, the meter, the, you know, the needle. Yep. And we now have athletes playing golf. Um, we've got guys that play basketball and baseball and all that growing up, and they, grabbed it, they saw how cool Tiger was, and they started playing golf. And so we now have better athletes playing golf than we ever have. And so, as you say, they're swinging a golf club, and it looks effortless. It's very good, and it goes a long, long way. The game has truly changed. How much today is the golfer, and how much is the equipment? Well, the equipment has made a huge difference in how far they can hit it. But if we even brought the old equipment, they would be doing more things than the older guys were doing with the older equipment I because gotcha. they're better player, better athletes. But uh, I wish there's some people. There's a good. That's a good debate. Do, do we need to rein it in or not? I don't know. I, the, the one thing about great about golf is you just told me a story. You played with the same kind of ball, the same kind of club as Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, or any just of our guys. Just not the same kind of talent. Yeah, that, that's why you have eligibility. <laughs> Jay Sewell is with us, head golf coach here at the University of Alabama. Hey, folks, by the way, don't forget about the inaugural Crimson Tide Cruise. It's going to be setting sail from Mobile to Cozumel, Mexico in early February. It's going to feature a large number of former Bama football legends, so you can book your cabin now before the ship sells out. Go to crimsontidecruise.com. CrimsonTideCruise.com or go call them toll free, 
Bama. More with Jay Sewell coming up on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. Coach Jay Sewell of the men's golf team joining us courtesy of the Everwood Treatment Company. Everwood, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood is wood treated right. Coming up, the East Lake Cup. That's an invitation-only tournament featuring the four semifinal teams from last year's NCAA championships. And that means that the men and the women are both in action. And I understand the Golf Channel is going to be televising that. So we can all sit back and uh, watch you guys do what you do. Yeah, we're excited about that. When we won our match um, in the quarterfinals, there's a, in our locker was the invitation. And it's run by the Golf Channel. It's at East Lake, of course, and um, the four teams from both things. And there's never been a school with, uh, you know, from the same school on both sides. So we're really excited about traveling with the women. Um, they, Mick does an incredible job. Their team's ranked number one, and right. they really are a bunch of superstars. And so we look forward to the format, which is a great chance for, uh, for us to showcase Alabama golf because we're not on TV very much except for the national championship, which has been great. So it gives us a chance to, to show – showcase Alabama golf in a three-day event Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Golf Channel. And folks, if you want to go to the events, yeah. there are a couple of tournaments coming up. Uh, the U.S. Collegiate Championships will be in Alpharetta, Georgia, October 19th through 21st, and then the East Lake Cup in Atlanta, the 29th through 31st. So easy drives, if you don't want to, no pun intended, yeah. easy drives to get over there if you don't want to sit home and watch it on the Golf Channel. Listen, we're so proud of you. Thank you, you. You've done such a wonderful job over the years, and we uh, always know that anytime they play, Bama's going to be battling for the championship. So keep it up. Well, thank Great you. job, Thank Jay. you, Good Eli. To Roll see Tide you. to you. Thank Roll you. Roll Tide. J.C. Well, head coach of the Crimson Tide 
golf team joining us. We're back with more in a moment here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Hear ye, hear ye. I bringeth thee a message from... Him. A message from the king and his new trumpeteer, Stephen. The king wishes me to convey his favor to thine team and thine tailgate. Not yet. He invites thee to let the bot light flow forth. And he also wishes me to tell thee that he toasts thee. Waiteth until the end, Stephen. With game day's favorite light logger and the slogan of his kingdom... Oh. Dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly by Light Beer, AB, St. Louis, Missouri. Make University Mall part of your football game day game plan. Avoid all the traffic close to campus and take the Tuscaloosa Charter Tide Ride from University Mall to Bryant-Denny and back for just $10. And while you're at University Mall, enjoy great shopping, dining, great selection of Bama fan gear, and the special Crimson Weekend Savings. We're West Alabama's in place to shop for over 30 years. University Mall, come see us. Don't miss a single play by scheduling a comprehensive eye exam with the expert doctors and staff at Schaefer Eye Center. Schaefer Eye Center welcomes all insurances, and our knowledgeable staff can help you maximize your renewed insurance plan benefits. We offer comprehensive eye exams, up-to-date glasses, sunglasses, and contact lenses. The Schaefer Eye Center team is here to provide you with exceptional service for all your visual needs. Schedule your appointment today at SchaeferEyeCenter.com. Eye care and eyewear are better together at Schaefer Eye Center. Doctors of optometry. Visit SchaeferEyeCenter.com today. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last second Hail Mary pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue. It's a game changer. Get to Nissan. Proud supporter of college athletics. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. Hi. Come on. Security, do you need assistance? Uh, yeah, hi. I'm trying to get up to the executive floors. You need special access. <sighs> okay. So, how do I get access? Get a business degree from Alabama. Earn a business degree online from the University of Alabama's renowned Culverhouse College of Commerce. Courses are taught by the same professors who teach on campus, and tuition is affordable. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show leading up to Alabama at Arkansas on Saturday. Hey, the performance of the week each and every week on our program is presented by Cooper Tire. You can visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. Tonight's honorees are the members of the Alabama women's golf team who turned in a record-setting performance on Sunday to win the 2018 Schooner Fall Classic in Norman, Oklahoma. The Crimson Tide Lady Golfers shot 11 under par in the final round to finish the tournament at 45 under, which broke the NCAA record for team score versus par by four strokes. So our congratulations to the Alabama women's golf team, our Cooper Tires performance of the week. And you can visit Cooper Tire to visit your local Cooper Tire dealer. Cooper Tires, an American company since 1914. And don't forget the best way to keep up with all that's going on at the University of Alabama, particularly in the athletic world, is to check out the new Alabama Game Day Live app. 
It's presented by Bancorp South, and it's available at the App Store and Google Play. You can download it for free right now. Again, the Bancorp South Alabama Game Day Live app available for you. Check it out if you've not already done so. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Jim Dunaway checks in next right after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Want to win your very own home gating tailgate party? This fall, Winn-Dixie is bringing the party to you. Simply spend $75 at Winn-Dixie and register for your chance to win a catered party at your house for the Alabama versus LSU game for you and 30 of your friends. And if that's not enough, former NFL and Alabama national champion quarterback Jake Coker will join your party and you'll receive a Crimson Tide tailgate pack. Shop now at participating Winn-Dixie stores for your chance to win. Visit winndixie.com slash Alabama for more details. You know the sound of performance. And you definitely know the name of performance. Toyota Camry, Corolla, and RAV4. A lineup that remains unrivaled. Toyota, let's go places. Get 0% APR for 48 months on a new 2018 Toyota RAV4. Offer valid through October 31st, 2018. Zero down for well-qualified buyers with approved credit and financing through Southeast Toyota Finance. 2083 monthly payment for every $1,000 financed. Excludes tax, tag, registration, title, and dealer fees. See dealer for details. Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new lock-in, so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to regions.com slash gobama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions, member FDIC, term conditions and fees may apply. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show, live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. Now we're joined by a 30-year broadcast veteran now hosting the WJOX Roundtable Monday through Friday mornings from 6 until 10, Jim Dunaway. It's, so I guess you started what, when you were two? Yeah, were, 30, man. You just called me old. I like no, that. No, it's uh, accomplished. Yes. Accomplished. These, these last years have been the best years so far, thanks to the guy who will be here in a second. Exactly. It's made our job a whole lot easier. You used to have the, the, the world's worst split schedule. You had, <laughs> you had uh, TV. You had radio. You were constantly working. Now it's just get up in the morning do the radio and then uh, whatever else you choose to do. You liking the, uh, the, the radio-only gig? Well, I was talking to Jay earlier. I've uh, decided to pick up a hobby and chose golf, and I'm so bad at it, I may have quit and started in the same year. Really? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I'm not very good at it. Golf ruins a good walk. It does. At least it, it does for me. Uh, what's been the big subject today on uh, the roundtable this morning? We've been talking about Alabama's trip out to Arkansas and the great Alabama fans that travel with this football team everywhere they go. And that's one thing I noticed. I went 
my first uh, trip to Arkansas was probably a lot of everyone in here's first trip to Arkansas, 1992, mm -hmm. uh, with Jay Barker's team out there playing in Little Rock, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. Not in Fayetteville. The stadium was still uh, better in Little Rock, and uh, Bill Clinton was at that game. I remember that, yes. Uh, that was a definite uh, memory, a bit of history. Of course, ever since then, all the games have been in Fayetteville, but you're right, we played that game back in the Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. Well, Jim is going to be with us. The coach is going to join us shortly. If you'd like to be on the show, it is a toll-free phone call, 877-202-BAMA. That's 877-202-BAMA, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. Coach Nick Saban joins us next right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new locking, so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to regions.com slash gobama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions, member FDIC, term conditions and fees may apply. Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith. College football is here, which means it's tailgating season. Meat sizzling on the grill, a cold drink in your hand, and great music on the speakers. You've got to love it. Get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats, everything you need is at your local store or academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, for all for less. Man, now I'm really craving a burger. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing. Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Whoa. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. After a week out of conference, SEC Western Division play resumes this weekend for the number one team in America as the Alabama Crimson Tide heads to Fayetteville, Arkansas to meet the Razorbacks. Bama remains undefeated at 5-0, while the Hogs are off to a disappointing 1-4 start. 0-2 in the SEC. Bama and the Razorbacks take center stage on tonight's October 4th edition of the Nick Saban Show. Here we go! Live from the brand new Bob Howard's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Now, with head coach Nick Saban, here is your host, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Baumhauer's Victory Grill, just off the campus here at the University of Alabama. 
I'm Eli Gold. Jim Dunaway from WJOX Radio in Birmingham, host of the Roundtable Monday through Friday morning from 6 until 10. He is alongside, and of course, as the ovation in the background would indicate, Coach Nick Saban making his way into the restaurant. Jim, good to see you, sir. How are you? Nice seeing you, Eli. Excited for another uh, big Alabama football weekend. Exactly. Everybody uh, flying out tomorrow to Fayetteville, Arkansas. An 11 o'clock kick on Saturday. Our coverage begins at 8 o'clock in the morning. And for those of you listening on our affiliates out in Hawaii, we'll be on the air at 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> out there in uh, Honolulu. So I hope you can tune in. Coach Nick Saban, good to see you, sir. How are you? Good to see you, Eli. Yeah. And you know, hey, Jim? Coach. How you doing, buddy? Nice seeing you again. Good. Unfinished business from the first half hour of the show. We had uh, Jay Sewell with us. As our guest, of course, his ladies are now, excuse me, his men are now number three in the country, coming off a, a top two finish last year. I know he's been working with you on your golf game. Is, uh, how, how is he in coaching uh, other than uh, the collegians? I think, I think he's a great coach. I don't think I'm very coachable because <laughs> I'm sure not making the improvement I'd like to make, that's for sure. But golf's a hard game. I mean, but I think uh, a game that probably – when you engage in golf, there's a lot of different things that you have to do, but it's probably as much a metaphor of life as any sport because the next shot is always the most important thing. No matter where you hit the last shot, uh, you could hit it right down the middle, but the next shot you could hit in the water. Yep. Or you could hit it in the woods, and the next shot you could hit on the green. All right, so you always got to focus, and you always got to look forward. You know, you can never look back. It's always about next shot, next play, which is what we try to get our players to understand about football. But sometimes in team sports, you know, people want to relax. You know, we get ahead a little bit, let's relax, take a couple plays off. I mean, you can't really do that in golf because one shot can ruin the whole game exactly. for you. Exactly. Well, I got the water and the woods part down just fine. <laughs> it's, it's the rest of it I'm, I'm struggling with. Jim, why don't you jump in with the coach? Let's get going. Well, while you're talking golf, what did you think of Justin Thomas, the Alabama great, over at the Ryder Cup uh, with the American team this past weekend? And it may be your greatest shot of all time if you've, uh, you've got one that pops to mind. Well, you know, I was really proud that Justin was, you know, the one person who really had success in the Ryder Cup. Uh, I mean, I think he won four, four matches, right. four mm -hmm. points and, yep. uh, out of five, uh, which is really, really good. But, you know, I think it was really important to Justin. You know, he invested some time. He went over there and played the course once in a tournament, so he really knew what it was like. I don't think any of our other guys really did that. So it certainly paid off for him. It didn't pay off for our team. Uh, but it certainly paid paid off for him. And, you know, he, he really is a great ambassador for this university. I mean, he was here for two years, did a great job with our golf team, won a national championship here. But he loves it here, comes back all the time, and, you know, he's my partner when we play. There you go. <laughs> to show you how nice a guy I am, as a Yankees fan, I don't normally talk to folks who wear Chicago Cubs hats. But we'll make an exception tonight. There's a young man who has stepped up to speak with you, Coach. Good evening, sir. How are you? Hi. Um, what did your team learn most from their first SEC road trip game that you would hope will translate into the game this weekend in Arkansas? Well, I think the, the big focus for our team is the goal is to always get better. And if you're going to get better, you have to want it more. Um, you know, do we want it more than, say, the other teams that want it more? And Arkansas wants to beat us, no doubt, but I'm sure that, you know, Georgia and Auburn and all the other schools in our conference, you know, they want to be a championship team too. So we have to learn how to 
always play to a higher standard, a standard of excellence that's going to get us better, right, so that we can play with more discipline, more toughness, more a better job of executing on a more consistent basis, whether it's blocking, tackling, just the basic fundamentals things. And to do that, you have to push yourself. You know, if you want to be a championship team, you constantly have to push yourself. Uh, if you get satisfied and you relax, you start doing things, you know, kind of half-cocked, not very well, not paying attention to detail, um, and you don't get better. And then sometimes those habits show up on the field. So the challenge for our players is to how much do you want it? What are you willing to do to make the choices and decisions you have to do to make to be a championship team? And obviously we've done okay so far, but it's one play at a time all the way through. And what are you willing to do in your preparation, how you work each week, how you prepare yourself so that we can become a championship team. And if that's the case, then how much does it matter who you're really playing? Because then it becomes about you, about you being the best that you can be. All right, so the other guy doesn't matter so much anymore because he's, you're not really determined your performance based on him. It's on you. And we have a lot of things that we can improve on, and hopefully you know, our players will continue to work hard and push themselves so that we can improve. And, um, you know, I, I think Arkansas is playing a lot better than they played earlier in the year, and I'm sure we'll have to change the way that, that they think by the way we play, especially the start question, and this is not about Arkansas, it's about first-year coaches in general. Uh, what is Chad Morris dealing with when, like, when you took over here or at LSU or with the Dolphins? What goes on in that first year for a head coach as you try and put your fingerprints on an organization? Well, I think the big thing is, is you know, I, I'm sure that the coaches that were at Arkansas before did a really good job with the players, so sure. I don't want you to think that I'm being critical in any, any way of what they did. Uh, but every coach has a philosophy. Everybody in the organization has to buy into that, the principles and values of the organization so that you have a chance to be successful as a team. And when you inherit a team of guys that you didn't really bring in, you're going to have some of those guys that have a little more difficult time buying in because they really bought into somebody else's program. And your program may be a little bit different philosophically in terms of the offense that you run, the defense that you play, uh, even – you know, sort of the discipline that you try to instill in how players do things. So, sure. um, you, you know, I, I think it takes time to get everybody to buy in. Uh, and I think that's why Arkansas has really made a lot of improvements so far this year, because I think, you know, I see more and more players that are probably buying in. They're playing with a lot of toughness and uh, their defense is playing a lot better. So uh, I see signs of you know, people kind of buying into yeah, that. You're right. The deeper into the season they're going, the better they're looking. Coach, it's time to uh, bring the man on. Uh, <laughs> Pee Wee is joining us from Grand Bay, Alabama, as our first caller of the week. And, of course, each week, Alabama 811 brings us the first phone call. Always contact 811 before you dig to know what's below. Call 811 or visit al811.com. Pee Wee, how are you tonight, sir? Doing well. Coach, how are you, sir? Doing good, Pee-wee. How are you? I'm doing well, Coach. I'm going to step out of line here just a little bit and go in a different direction and ask a different type of question. You have been a proponent of the SEC playing nine or ten conference games uh, for some time now, and then also about the schools playing that are in the Power Five playing just Power Five. 
uh, teams for their schedules. As far as the SEC is concerned, what exactly would have to happen for that to be enacted? What, is it just up to the ADs and the presidents, or do, the, do you as coaches, do you all get input and votes in this? Exactly what would it take to change the number of games that the SEC plays every year? Well, I think the number of SEC games we play is strictly an SEC question. I mean, this discussion has come up before. Uh, the ADs, the presidents all sort of vote on what they think is best. Uh, I think the commissioner probably has a lot of input in that. Uh, but, you know, nine games, going from eight to nine games, which would be ideal, is a little cumbersome because you can't, how do you play, how do you get the home and homes right sure. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I think everybody sort of wanted to keep the format we had before, before we expanded the league, where you were always playing a fixed opponent and two from the other side so that you played everybody in three and a half years. You played every team as they rotated on and off. So almost every player on your team got to play against every SEC uh, team at some point in their career. We, I mean, we have guys that have never played Florida before. Sure. All right. So, and they won't get the opportunity to do that. So um, to do that, you have to get to nine games. Well, it doesn't work very well schedule-wise. Now you talk about ten games. Now you only got two other games to play. So, and I think people get very, very concerned about how are we going to qualify for bowl games? And I've talked about this before. You know, you got to do it like basketball. They pick 68 teams for the basketball tournament. It's not based on your record. It's not based on anything other than somebody rates the teams based on your strength of schedule and who you beat and power five wins or whatever. And then those teams get to go to bowl game, regardless of what their record is. Then people would be more willing to play a better schedule, right, which would be more appealing to the fans. So... Um, and I think that's something that we all need to consider. I mean, look at our stadium. This was the smallest crowd in how many years have I been here? Is this the 11th or 12th? 12th, yeah. 12th. okay. 12th year we've been here. This is the smallest crowd we ever had at a game. I, I don't really care who we're playing. It doesn't matter. I mean, our players work just as hard to play well in that game right, as any game that we play all season long. Our students don't even come to the game. I know I went off on that yesterday in the press conference, but half the student section is actually empty. And, you know, I mean, that's not really fair to our players, I mean, who work hard. Uh, they've got a lot of pride in performance. Uh, we, we have a, a great brand here at Alabama. People have an expectation of what they're going to see when they come to an Alabama game. Uh, and when players and people that we recruit come and visit, they have an expectation of what they're going to see, too. And I don't think it's to see, you know, half the student section empty. You should come see uh, Alabama, not the opposition. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just like we want our players to compete to a standard, win a championship, be, it, be play to that standard, not to who you're playing against. And that's what we ask our players to do. So, um, but anyway, I think all these things are important in the spirit. But if we didn't play schools like that, maybe people wouldn't have an excuse not to come to the game. I, I guess is the point that I was trying to make. And... If we had a better schedule and had a better show uh, and it was more entertaining and more enjoyable for people to come to the games, then they would come to the games. Um, but, you know, my question is, is are we not having enough success? Is that why you don't come to the games? We don't win enough games? No, that's I, probably I can't not get the, the uh... I can't get the one line in the fight zone. I, and the players are on me for the last 10 years. You know, the one in the middle that you have to say real fast. Yeah. I just can't get it. I mean, I even know the words, and I can't get them out. So I tell the players, 
Well, if we'd win more, maybe I'd learn yeah. how to. Yeah. I'd learn read, how to read her name in Crimson Flame. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd learn how to do that if we win more games. <laughs> there you go. I bet you'll get it down, no doubt. Jim, why don't you jump in? Uh, I've always loved um, your note taking, and it even popped up on uh, Rolling with the Tide. I saw you watching Kobe Bryant taking notes. Do you save the notes, you, the handwritten notes? Is there somewhere at home that Miss Terry has to put up with that you've saved those notes, and do they come out? over time at different times like you'll go back to a note you wrote in 2009 and bring it up and use it at a practice or a game well i, I just i use the scratch pad i'm not like everybody else who gets on the internet and has all their stuff organized and all that i don't have any of that all right so i put a little red folder right just full of things that you tear out of a deal and i put them in there and it's all my information and sometimes i look f through it to to get ideas about you know, things to talk about to the players. And I remember somebody said something uh, about a certain point, and I'll go back and look at it and read it. Do the same thing with books. I, you know, just circle things and remember things. So uh, I'm always trying to learn, you know, how can we inspire the people that were around us to, you know, sort of be the best version of themselves. And, you know, and I, you know one of the things that, you know, sort of get me a little bit is, we're kind of getting to where we live in a little bit of an entitlement kind of society. Uh, and, you know, when, when I say when we have players that feel entitled, they, in, they feel inherently deserving, like we owe them. And they're more worried about their rights than their responsibilities. Right? And that's not always the best way to perform well. Mm -hmm. right. Now, you know, the opposite of that is ownership. You know, you own what you do. You own and take responsibility for doing what you're supposed to do at a high level to a standard. And, you know, players come in and say, oh, why not I'm playing? They say, well, why don't you go out there and do things so I don't have any choice but to play you? I mean, I want to play the best players. Sure. And you think I don't like you and I like somebody else. I like performance. I like people who perform well with consistency and do the right things and make good choices and decisions and don't feel like they're entitled sure. to anything. Yep. I mean, because you really have to earn it in the end. So anyway, that's my speech on that. But <laughs> That is Coach Nick Saban. Jim Dunaway is with us in WJOX. We're going to break away, take care of some business, and we'll come right back. More of your questions for the coach. The Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP, providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance. And providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. We are the blood, sweat, and tears of fierce ambition. We are fueled by the impossible, an inner drive that can't be contained. We are Alabama, and we understand what it takes to win championships. The same is true with Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks 41 years straight. Visit your local Ford dealer today for great offers on F-150. Ford F-150, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide.
Hey, Tide fans, no picnic is complete without picnic mayonnaise, mustard, and salad dressing. Picnic is now proud to be the official condiment and vegetable of the Crimson Tide. Taste the smooth and creamy flavor of Picnic's southern recipes, and you can taste a southern dynasty while cheering on another. Ask for it at your local markets and convenience stores, or find it at the concession stands throughout Bryant-Denny Stadium. Remember, it's not a sandwich without Picnic. This fall, the temperature may be dropping, but the Cooper Tire Take the Money and Ride promotion is just heating up. From October 1st through October 31st, you can claim a Cooper Tire's prepaid virtual account or card worth up to $100 when you buy a new set of four qualifying tires. Choose from great options like the long-lasting CS5 Grand Touring, the durable Discoverer AT3 family of tires, or many other reliable Cooper Tires. For more details or to find a Cooper retailer near you, visit coopertire.com. We'll see what happens here. Jalen Waddle back at his own 35. A straight-on kick this time, albeit end-under-end. Waddle makes the grab, avoids a couple of men, goes to the far side. Oh, Bama laying him out with blocks. Down the right sideline, Waddle. Waddle to the 25, cuts inside to the 20. He'll outrace the defense coming back to the near side. All the way in. Touchdown, 62 yards. Jalen Waddle. Touchdown, Alabama. Turned out to be 63 yards. Of course, uh, math, never my strong suit, but that was a beautiful <laughs> run back. And, and did you hear me say in the middle, I said, oh, he lays him out. Uh, and I want to I'll mention that to the coach as he uh, joins us back here. Everybody zeroes in on Jalen Waddle and that return. Uh, at one point in the middle of the run back, I said, oh, Bama's laying him out all over the place. There was some major league blocking going on to help Mr. Waddle. Well, there was, and, you know, people love those great, you know, sort of blindside hits, but, you know, we had to do some coaching because those are the very hits now that when you hit an unprotected player like that, mm -hmm. you better see what you hit because if you use your head or leave with your head at all or hit them in the head at all, I, that's a potential rejection for a player. So uh, those were great hits and great effort on the play, and, uh, but, you know, there was also some coaching points that we can use and hopefully don't have those issues in the future. There's always coaching points, aren't there? Yeah, pretty much so. I mean, there's good things that you yeah. like to reinforce, all right, so that other people can learn from it. All right, but when you point out mistakes and errors on how to do things correctly, but I think the more technical you stay with players in terms of how they're supposed to do what they do, uh, they respond the best. And sure. I, I think that that's... But, you know, you got to provide that players are doing the intangible things the way they want in terms of mental intensity, toughness, effort, those kind of things because, you know, when you're coaching that, you're not really coaching them how to do what they need to do. Yeah, I hear you. Jim, go ahead again. You coached me 11 years ago not to ask you a hypothetical question, but I'm going to risk it here, sort of, um, because I was thinking about your granddaughter when I was running earlier today. 20 years from now, she comes to you, and you can use Javier Arenas or any of the players who come back and ask you the same question. She comes to you and she says, I want to be a coach. I want to be a coach. First thing you say to her or to any of your players that come back and say, I want to be a coach, what's the first piece of advice you give them? Well, I, I think it's a great thing to be a coach, and, and I'm happy when they say that, and I would be happy if my granddaughter wanted to be a coach. I, I think that, you know, coaching is a, is a great – you have a great opportunity to make a positive impact on people as long as you keep it in perspective to help them – helping them be more successful in life. 
you use the lessons that the, you know, the competitive circumstances that happen in any sport give you the opportunity to learn to use those things in your life. Uh, and the, the key to the drill is whatever you're coaching, the players that are playing it, they really like it and want to do well. So you kind of got something on them like all our players want to play. Right. All right sure. So if I want to get a guy to go to class, all I got to say is you're not playing unless you start going to class. You got something they want. You got something they want. So you can affect them in other ways to help them do the right things, make the right choices and decisions that are going to enhance the quality of their success in the future in other areas, even in the sport that they're playing. So, uh, you know, I have a great um, admiration, uh, respect, appreciation for, you know, people who are in our profession who still keep those values. Like I always think Coach Stallings had those values. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't ever go anywhere and meet any of Coach Bryant's players and they'll tell you stories that, that impacted their life in a positive way and helped them be more successful because of it. And, you know, that's really what we want for our players here. And um, we want them to have a better chance to be successful in life because they were involved in the program. So what they do personally in terms of their choices and decisions academically and, and creating a career off the field and how they develop as football players, you know, all these intangible things that they do can really help them be successful. So I would be pleased uh, if I'm always pleased when the players want to be coaches. Right. Um, that means they had a good experience with the coaching they got while they were here. Sure. Uh, and I would really be pleased if my grand granddaughter wanted to be a, a coach. Now, I, I would not go out and coach her up or – encourage her but if she wanted to be i'd be really happy about it cool coach a visitor here wearing his crimson tide shirt and the college football playoff hat he's all set to go uh coach we've talked about or you've talked about the um the redshirt rule till you know enough but um off of that how much uh input do coaches have on significant rule changes like that uh with the ncaa especially ones that can really impact your program with unintended consequences like you've talked about? Well, I think that's one of the issues in the NCAA, and I think everybody at the NCAA has great intentions about, you know, the things that they're trying to do to enhance the betterment of all of our games, you know, whether it's football or other sports or Olympic sports or whatever. I, but I, I do think there's a lot of people in these positions who make decisions who really haven't ever coached or, or never had boots on the ground in the situation that they're trying to make a decision about. So therefore, they don't understand a lot of the unintended consequences that occur when they make a rule. Just like this rule, I think the intention of this, and we may have talked about this last week, was that you could have a freshman play in four games and still get redshirted. You know, that, that was the whole intention, to enhance a young player's development. Now, it's, it's turned out to be completely different you know, than that. We, we have players internally who, when they play in four games, they want to save their year. I'm not starting, so I'd like to get redshirted so I can play another year. Um, but, you know, this is a pretty definitive test of where a guy's heart is, you know, too. I mean, we recruited guys to come to Alabama because they wanted to come to Alabama. We wanted them to come to Alabama, but we never know what's in their heart. I, but really, they didn't commit to Alabama when they came here. They didn't commit to me. Right, they committed to everybody in the organization and all their teammates. All right, so when they sit in that team room and they decide they don't want to play, all right, they're telling every guy that's on the team all right, that I'm not committed to you. 
I'm not committed to doing what you do. I'm not committed to what, what we're all supposed to be doing together. I, I'm putting my future, my, what I want to do ahead of what, what we're all committed to. But to me, I look at like that's a definitive test. Maybe we shouldn't be playing that guy. Pretty definitive test, right, to find out about where a guy's heart is. All right, so we found out about a few. Yeah. Coach, following up on that with a question from the Nick Saban Show blog, Joseph in Murfreesboro, Tennessee says, hey, you've played five games so far, and you've played so many people in each and every game. The regulars were gone early. I dare say that that is an invaluable opportunity for these young men to learn the game, correct? It is, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, the biggest thing to get guys to learn how to do and the hardest thing to do, I think, for a player that's not a starting player is all these guys were starting players before they came here. So they're used to be starters. They're used to have an important role. And now all of a sudden they're a backup player and you're trying to get them to practice and prepare just like they're a starting player. And that's very, very difficult for a lot of, a lot of players to do because they've never had that experience before. So it's a different behavior entirely, you know, for them. And then they get in a game and they didn't prepare the way they should have and bad things happen. Uh, and they don't play very well, uh, and they all of a sudden see that, hey, i got to get ready for when I do get an opportunity, I'm going to be ready to go out there and take advantage of it and play well. Right? Because every time you play, that's your resume. That's, yeah. that's your resume. People see you. Right? They make character judgments on whatever your number is. You know, number six did this, did that, played hard, played with toughness. Man, was that guy good on this? Or, I mean, or they say, this guy wasn't so good right, because of what he did. Right, so I, I, don't, I don't think sometimes the players see the big picture. You know, you don't always get what you want, right, but you almost always get what you deserve. Right, so if you didn't prepare the right way and you didn't do things the right way, then you're not going to get what you want probably. Uh, but it does offer an opportunity for every guy to learn and say, well, I need to practice better. I need to get prepared better. I need to so when I do get a chance, I'm going to play better. So I think that experience is invaluable as well uh, as the plays that they play in the game. Coach, our next phone call is on the Academy Sports and Outdoors hotline, and it's from a city that you visit a lot. I know you speak down there, and it's a very fertile recruiting area, Mobile, Alabama. Damon, welcome into the show. How are you? All right. How you doing, Eli? How you doing? How you doing, Coach David? Good, Damon. How are you? I'm doing fine. Look, I want to I want to say this first. Thank you, and Miss Terry and the whole Saban family for what y'all have done since y'all came to Alabama. I'm I'm loving this ride, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you so much. Uh, like, also, uh, I wanted to ask you about the red shirt rule. Now that they have it in place, what would you do to like talk to other guys that probably want to take advantage of that rule and trying to keep them in the Alabama uh, family and, you know, and staying there and listening to you and taking what you tell them all the time as far as, like, being men and getting better. Right. Well, well, I, I think that um, uh, what I said earlier about uh, it's a definitive test about where your heart is. Um, you know, I don't want to mention any names, but we have two very prominent quarterbacks in the country. One decided to stay with his team. One decided to leave. I mean, I guess you could have a conversation about who created more value for themselves right, by what they did. And how is it going to impact their long-term future? 
uh, even though they think playing is the most important thing. But, you know, people that are making decisions about your future as a football player even look at how, what, what kind of teammate is this guy going to be? You know, how, how does he uh, impact the other people on his team, regardless of what his role is? Because he may not be the starting quarterback here at the Baltimore, you know, Ravens or wherever he goes to play. Yeah. So if this is going to be a problem, do we really want this guy in our organization? Do we want him on our team? All right, so there's a lot of unintended consequences that those guys create for themselves um, that I think that they need to be able to think through. I, and what value can you create for yourself? Just like Jalen. You know, to me, Jalen has made a lot of improvement as a quarterback this year, even though he's not the starter, all right, because he's got a really good coach. We've got a really good offensive system. And the very thing that he needed to improve on, he has improved on dramatically, even though he's not the starter. All right, and that's going to have a lot of value for him and his future. Uh, and I think a lot of people see that. All right, so, um, you know, everybody wants to play. I get that. I mean, I wanted to play when I played. Uh, that's why you work so hard so that you can play. Uh, but I think sometimes people have to have a little more patience uh, in terms of focusing on their development. And I think it goes a little bit back to this whole entitlement thing that I was talking about before. You know, everybody has such a high expectation of what they're going to accomplish and maybe sometime in an unrealistic timetable, right, that they, like I thought about it the other day, you know, we've had three or four guys that would be playing for us on defense right now who left the program in their freshman or sophomore year because they were disgruntled that they weren't playing. Now, at that time, they weren't better than anybody. But right now, they would be better than the guys that are playing in their place. All right, so what did they gain by leaving? Because they didn't really play any quicker someplace else than what they would have played here. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have three or four guys that get injured and you lose them for the season. And now all of a sudden you add all those guys up and that's why you don't have the depth that you'd like to have, you know, in your organization. So we want to keep these players here by creating value for them uh, and their future in terms of their development. I mean, we have guys that didn't start for us that made NFL teams. Sure. Right. Because when they did play, they played well. And I think more and more players have to realize that. Now, when you become a graduate, I get it. If you can go someplace else and play more, right, and you've graduated from school, then there is some circumstances where that does benefit players. And I see that. And, and you know, I, I think sometimes you've got to support the players in that. Before we break away, uh, your staff has been well talked about. But a lot of folks don't know what makes a good position coach. What makes Dan Enos such a good quarterback coach? Well, first of all, he played quarterback. He played the position. And I think sometimes when you play a position, you have a better perspective and understanding from the guys you're coaching what they see. It's like I play defensive back. So mm -hmm. I, I, I see what guys see. You know, I see it through their eyes because I, I, I did it. I also played quarterback, so I can see it through their eyes. I, I understand when my coach said you read middle of the field close, do this, middle of the field open, you do that. Here's your movement key or whatever it is. I think that's a, 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 an important factor for Dan because he has played the position and he understands from the quarterback's perspective. Secondly, he's very intelligent uh, and has very good teaching progressions in terms of the way he presents things to the quarterback. So, you know, the quarterback's going to catch the ball uh, or take the ball from the center, and within three seconds he's got to decide what he's going to do with it. And he's got to gather a lot of information before he decides where he's going to distribute the ball. What 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 are they playing on defense? Am I protected? Do I have to throw the ball hot? Um, what coverage are they playing? 
I got to understand the route concept I got on both sides. All right, so when you can simplify these things to a movement key, all right, so that it's much simpler for the players to make good decisions, and I think Dan does a really good job of that, but I think systematically Mike Loxley does a good job of that, and our overall system doesn't require so much of the quarterback in terms of reading and breaking things down that it's next to impossible from the time he catches the ball until he has to make a decision to throw it. The more multiples, the greater the chance you have of making mistakes. Yeah. And I think when you can simplify things a little bit for these guys, it makes them a lot more effective. And I think that's one of the things that make our, makes our offense effective is they can do that for the players. And you're right, learning from a guy who's been there and done that, uh, there's no substitute for that. We're going to break away. We'll be right back more with the coach and uh, Jim Dunaway. Hey, folks, a quick reminder to get your catering this season from your local Alabama Chick-fil-A. You can liven up your game day party in no time with Chick-fil-A catering. And a quick mention that former Crimson Tide running back Kenneth Darby will be at the Parkway Place Chick-fil-A in Huntsville tomorrow at 5 in the afternoon. So make your plans to go by and see him there if you're up in the Rocket City. The Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Here's a real tweet from a real Chick-fil-A guest. Tilale31 writes... Having dinner with my little buddy at Chick-fil-A, and he found the slide. We may never leave. Aw, sounds like fun, T. It's the little things that bring kids to the dinner table. Now, getting them off the slide, that's another story. May we suggest nuggets and dipping sauce? Tweet your stories at Chick-fil-A with hashtag the little things. Tailgating was invented in the South. Football fans gathering in a parking lot before the big game to share their favorite dishes with friends. At Jack's, we want to keep that tradition going. From hand-bred chicken fingers and fried chicken to delicious sides and scratch-made biscuits, Jack's has all the ingredients to make your next tailgate legendary. Football is just better with Jack's. So order ahead at eataJacks.com and score big this season. Jack's, all about the South. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football y pollo asado. Mac and cheese. You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Hey, Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks. Because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Play action fake inside to Najee. Tons of time, wide open, runs across the middle. Here's to the 20, 15, breaks a tackle, 10, 5, touchdown Alabama! 54 yards. Jalen Hurts was under pressure. He stood in, he found the wide open Henry Ruggs, and he then did the rest. Yards per reception. 
five touchdown catches on the year. You know, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddell. Uh, the list goes on and on. I, I would not call it an embarrassment of riches, Jim Dunaway, because nobody is embarrassed. But, boy, that's some talent right there. Uh, I would imagine it's both a blessing and a burden to the quarterback to have to distribute to so many people. I would imagine they're all wanting the ball a little bit, right? And then you got running backs like Damian Harris and, J and Jerome Ford and Brian Robinson and Najee Harris and Josh Jacobs. We've seen Ronnie Clark, and the list goes on and on, and I haven't even touched on the tight ends. It's remarkable. Yeah, the, the key word in, at SEC Media Days and on was distribution of the football. And I think I even heard Coach say that once. And that has been amazing. That's been the big takeaway of this offense throughout every game so far is how many different players have contributed um, from beginning to end. Have you gotten some good comments on your talk show on the roundtable? Do folks call in with some good ideas sometimes, or is it mostly rehash more of the same? Uh, no, we get some good ideas, and we get some where you don't always have great ideas. Like we got a lot of uh, let's put Tua and Jalen out there together early on, and uh -huh. that kind of stuff. And yeah. you know, and I say it may not be a good idea. It may be the first play out of the out of the gate at Arkansas. Who knows? But no, a lot of great fans who always participate in the show, and they love Alabama football. Of course, Jim hosts the uh, WJOX Roundtable Monday through Friday from 6 until 10 in the morning. Why don't you jump in with another question for the coach? It's my first time to do this since you uh, opened up the Mercedes Place in Birmingham. Congratulations. That's a beautiful building, by the way. And uh, I know it means a lot to your family. I keep waiting for Eli to say guest of Hey Coach gets a one-year lease of a Mercedes. That would be really nice. But is that happening? Not tonight. Not tonight. Okay. Not tonight. My, my question. <laughs> well, look, you know, we are really proud of the facility that we had. I mean, right. we wanted to build the best facility in the country, and there's a lot of people at, at Mercedes that, you know, think this is one of the finest facilities in the country. So uh, we try to provide great service for our people, and uh, we try to do things as a family-owned business. And, you know, both of our dealerships, people probably don't know this, but we dedicated both of them to, you know, my dad. Right. Uh, and uh, because of the service station, right. which is really probably where I got any interest in cars at all because my motivation was a kid when I was pumping gas when the GTO came in or the O's 442 and some of the old timers here might remember some of these cars. And, you know, even, you know, we saw Mercedes convertible, you know, like sure. 35 years, 40 years ago. And, uh, you know, that's where a lot of my motivation came from, man. I said, I want to have a car like that someday. So... That's why I worked hard, and uh, my dad certainly provided all that in that old service station that we had. So we dedicated both of those buildings to him and the old service station. That's yeah. cool. It's an amazing, amazing story, and I, I appreciate that. When, when a guy like Damian Harris comes to you and says, I'm not going to go to the NFL. I want to come back, and I want to contribute as a leader another year to your program. Uh, what Jalen did, and people like that, when they give of themselves for the program, what does that mean to you? Uh, take me back to that conversation when Damian came in and said, Coach, I'm signing up one more year. Well, I, I think that, you know, we try to help the players make business decisions about uh, what they do with their future. And, um, and, you know, some players buy into it. Other players, you know, really don't. Uh, but I think that, um, you know, I've always had the philosophy that if you're going to be a first-round draft pick, you should go out for the draft. But if you're not going to be, you should come back to school and try to continue to develop in college and try to become one. You know, because the money in the NFL draft goes down very quickly. You know, maybe from 25 million, the first guy picked 
to 10 million the last guy picked in the first round. I mean, that's significant and it keeps going down significantly from there. So if you have the opportunity to be a second or third round draft pick, uh, and maybe you make $5 million and you can come back to school and be the 15th guy picked in a draft and make, you know, $18 million and graduate from school. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, you've created a lot of value for yourself, and most of that is guaranteed money. And the thing that players don't understand is when you get drafted in the third round, fourth round, your money's not guaranteed. You have to make the team. There's very little guarantee. When you get drafted in the first round, the whole thing is guaranteed. So whether you're any good or not, whether you can play or not, you're going to get paid all that money. So, and your security and your development comes from once they give you a signing bonus, they're not going to cut you because to the owner, he just gave you that money in advance. So if you have a $10 million signing bonus for a five-year contract, he's just thinking, I gave you $2 million a year in advance for five years. So you're not getting cut for five years. Yeah. You know, I went through that with Art Modell when I was at the Cleveland Browns. We gave a defensive <laughs> back a million dollars a sign. He said, is he worth this? I mean, this was way back in the day when a million dollars was a lot of money. I said, Art, none of them are worth it. I, I didn't create the market. I'm just telling you the guy would start at right corner if we sign him. So we signed him two years, million dollars. That's 500000 a year in right. his mind. Sure. So Bill wanted to cut him after the first year, and Art says, I got $500,000 in this guy. I mean, <laughs> can't, can't cut I mean that, that was a big old, we, we had a big. The guy should have given you a cut of his bonus <laughs> after that. So, but we did cut him. <laughs> coach, a visitor here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Good evening, sir. Good. Hi. Hi, Coach. How you doing? I'm doing great. So my question is, with Chad Morris taking over at Arkansas, what differences do you see in the offense approach this year versus teams in the past? Well, Arkansas is very different offensively than what they've been in the past. I mean, they used to be a little bit of a, you know, Wisconsin is where their coach, you know, came from originally, which is a lot of two-back runs, a, a, a little bit more old-fashioned in terms of the way they play power football, which is, you know, really good in this day and age because not very many people do that. And, you know, Chad Morris is the old, he was the original offensive coordinator at Clemson who really started a lot of this stuff of fastball, RPOs, you know, lots of stuff, and he's a part of that. So they are doing a little more of that. They're still trying to do some power stuff, and I'm sure that has something to do with the players that they have on the roster and how they can feature them. Uh, but... You know, I have a lot of respect for Chad Morris. I mean, he did a great job at SMU, and they were very productive offensively. And uh, when he gets the right kind of players to, to run what he wants to run, I'm sure that uh, – and they've made a tremendous amount of improvement, and they gave A&M all they wanted last week. All right, 24-17, had the ball at the end of the game, could have gone down in two minutes and tied it up and threw an interception. So uh, this is a much better team than people think because they've made a lot of progress through the course of the year because they're getting – buying into what the coach wants them to do. John Chavis's defense, That's right. the same at LSU as it was at Tennessee, as it is now at Arkansas, or are you seeing new wrinkles? Well, there's a lot of similarities, but there are, you know, some new things that he does. And, um, you know, and, and I think some of that has to do with the players that he has too. I mean, at LSU, and, and he was bump and run all the time, kind of sure. like we are. Uh, but... You know, they play a little bit more off coverage and play a little bit more quarters than what they used to in the past. But I'm sure that has something to do with the players that they have. But, man, they've made a dramatic improvement on defense as well. I mean, they've, they've really played well the last couple of weeks. And um, so, 
and their defense, because they do a lot of stunning and moving and they have a lot of blitzes, you know, can really give you problems if your players aren't really well prepared for it. We're back right after this. You're listening to the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager. Learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I'm Little Teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spell. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pull me out. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's important to buckle up your kids. I know. Sometimes car seats can be complicated. I know. And if your child's in the wrong seat and you get into a crash. I know. It could lead to a serious injury. I know. So you're 100% sure you have the right car seat for your child's age and size? I don't know. Don't think you know. Know you know. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Make sure you have the right car seat. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here now is a nice throw. Matt Jones finds Waddle across the middle. He'll come to the near sideline. Waddle is going to outrace everybody with three men chasing him. He's down to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Alabama. First touchdown pass for Matt Jones. 94 yards to Jalen Waddle. Touchdown, Alabama. Freshman from Houston, Texas, receiving the pass from the redshirt freshman out of Jacksonville, Florida. Jalen Waddell is a uh, fun guy to watch. He really has uh, electrified uh, things out on the field. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what's coming up is my favorite part of this show every week. What's that? His final, his final yes. word, coach's final word. It makes me feel like I'm... I'm I've had a chance to be in there with him on A-Day a couple of times, but yep. the final word every week on Hey Coach excites me because I feel like I'm a player and he's talking to me. Cool. I didn't have that talent to be that, but it feels like that every week. Before we get to the final word in just about a minute, Coach, I was talking about Jalen Waddle on the air the other day, and I was not really comparing him yet to Danny Amendola or Edelman or, or Branch, but... Uh, Man, a, a receiver like him, he makes things happen. He's, he's a good one. Well, he's very explosive. Uh, he's got great quickness. He can get out of the break. He can change direction. And he has very quick acceleration. You know how to change the direction. And I think that makes for great punt returners. And it makes for really good slot cover guys that are really difficult to cover. So 
what I've been impressed with is his maturity as a player mm -hmm. uh, to be able to work hard to get better. And, you know, there's definitely a lot of things that, you know, all the players on our team can work at to improve. Uh, but he has certainly been electric with the ball in his hand so far. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to continue to get that kind of production out of him, you know, throughout the course exactly. of the season a and his career here. A lot of fun to watch. Coach, now it's time for Jim Dunaway's favorite part of the show. Your final word presented each week by Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Well, it's kind of what, you know, I said earlier with the players. You know, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to sort of keep developing into being a championship team? Uh, but, you know, I guess for people out there, you could really look at this like, you know, you're climbing a mountain uh, and, you know, you win the first five games. So you're kind of going up the mountain. But the further you go up the mountain, the more treacherous it gets, uh, the more focus you have to have, uh, the more ability to keep pushing forward, to prepare and concentrate, even though you get a little tireder and all that, um, because the consequences get a lot greater. You know, it, it gets uh, a, a little more difficult at the top, uh, more treacherous in terms of what can happen. Uh, and I think we're starting to reach that point in the season where uh, I think it's really important that everybody really wants to do this and they really got a lot of desire in terms of what they want to accomplish and what they want to do so that you can keep on going and you can keep on pushing. And that's going to be important for our players in a game like this because if you really want it bad enough, you're going to go do the things you need to do, prepare and do them, those things well in the game so that you can play well. But I think the, the people who support the program, have to understand how difficult it is all right, when you start going up that mountain and you get up there and the air gets thin and all that kind of stuff and things get treacherous, how important it is to have your support, all right, how important it is for us to see all the people that are at, at Arkansas when we get off the bus, how important it is for us to fill our stadium and, and you know, really, really help create a spirit for our players that help them work their way through this because all those things are what makes it worthwhile. So knowing that it's important to other people is something that can really add to your motivation. So this is a big game for us. It's a road game in the SEC. They're all difficult. So uh, hopefully our players are going to be ready to do their best and play their best in this game. And Story's a talented enough quarterback. Uh, Dev Wadwaley is a established uh, running back. They've got some wide receivers who have posted some good numbers, tight ends as always. Uh, so they do have some uh, something in their arsenal. Well, we, we have a tremendous amount of respect for Arkansas. I mean, I think they play a lot better on defense than they played earlier in the year. I mean, all you got to do is say Texas A&M is a good team. Yeah. Uh, Clemson barely beat them. All right, we struggled with them. They gave us, you know, all we wanted. Sure. All right, and this team really has an opportunity, so you'd say they're as good as Texas A&M. we got to play them on the road. All right, so we have a tremendous amount of respect for them. All right, but everybody that I see... You know, it's like it's Arkansas. I mean, that's what I hear from. I, I, I hate hearing it. I want to just, I hate to say choke somebody, but why would you say that? I mean, just don't say that to me. I, because you are reiterating the very sort of complacency I, that if you're saying that, then I think the players are saying that. If the players are saying that, they're relaxing. They're not pushing to get, get things right, to do things better, to get, be better than they need to be. So just don't say it. Don't write it in the paper. Just don't say it. I mean, it's, it, how many different ways can I sort of, without saying rat poison, I kind of, <laughs> you know, get that point across. Coach, travel safely. We'll see you tomorrow night up in Arkansas. All right, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Talk to you later. Thank you, Coach. Thanks.
Coach Nick Saban joining us here. And Jim Dunaway, as always, a pleasure, sir. Great to have you on the show, as always. Uh, fantastic. Can't wait to hear you out in Fayetteville. Thank you, and continued success on the uh, morning show on Jocks. You guys do a great job. Thank you very much. Uh, pray for me every morning at 4 o'clock when we wake up. Well, <laughs> when I wake up, I'll pray for you. It's not going to be at 4 o'clock. Our coverage from Baumhauer's Victory Grill continues after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Everybody buckle up. Bum, 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 bum. Buckle up. Let's go. Buckle up. Can we go to the store? Everybody buckle up. A lot goes on in the car, but you're in control. So only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kids buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Hey, ESPN's Neil Everett here telling you how to win big. Score a trip to the Heisman Ceremony or a Nissan Titan. Go to NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Build your Titan, choose your school's colors, then register for your chance to win today. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. No purchase necessary. Ends 11 10, 18. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older. To enter in for official rules, visit NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football y pollo asado. Mac and cheese. You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Hey, Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide. Welcome back, everybody. A good show tonight. Coach Saban along with Jim Dunaway and a lot of good uh, football talk and some great life talk as well. Now, watch next for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Well, watch next is presented by Bud Light. Bud Light, game day's favorite light lager. Bud Light, an official sponsor of Alabama Athletics, reminding you to drink responsibly. 
Next up, of course, this Saturday, Bama traveling to Fayetteville, Arkansas, to meet the Arkansas Razorbacks. Game time will be 11 o'clock in the morning, with airtime set for 8 o'clock in the morning. That's this Saturday. Uh, Tide playing Arkansas at 11 a.m. with the broadcast set for 8 o'clock in the morning right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Hope you can make your plans to tune in and be part of uh, the activity. Going to be an interesting game. Bama has had successes of late uh, over the last decade against the Arkansas Razorbacks. But as the coach says, you can never say what the next game is going to be like. So we hope you can make your plans to tune in. A big thank you to Jay Sewell. He joined us tonight, the golf coach for the men's team, ranked number three in America. Jim Dunaway from WJOX in Birmingham joining us. Our engineer producer here at Baumhauer's, of course, Tom Stipe. Jerry Kelly minding things back at the studio as our studio engineer there. I'm Eli Gold. Again, join us Saturday. Airtime is 8 in the morning. Kickoff 11 for the Tide and the Arkansas Razorbacks. Until then, have a great rest of the week. Good night and roll tide. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this has been Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Winn-Dixie, the official supermarket of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Crimson Tide Sports Network.